Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hello, 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 all. This is Emily again. Of course, I always like to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Today's topic is a serious one. It is probably one of the most challenging things that you might have to encounter if you have children together and you're going through a divorce. So it's how to tell the children that you're getting a divorce. Okay, so again, remember, please remember one thing for me, that these are just my ideas. (laughs) It's just my advice. I am not the know-all, end-all of advice in the situation, but I've seen a lot of different situations. I've had a lot of experience with it. I've researched it out. I've consulted psychologists and psychiatrists. I have my own children. Um, I kind of am starting to get to know how their little brains work, but I hope that what I say helps you today because it can be tough, but if you're prepared, I will tell you that will take a lot of the stress out and just rip off the band-aid, get it done. You will feel so much better after you address them. All right, so here are a couple of points. Number one, if you could meet together with your soon-to-be ex beforehand and plan about what you're going to say, I truly think this will be instrumental, okay? So if you can plan it out, I mean, this type of conversation should be planned out. It should not be extemporaneous. You can plan who says what, take turns, so that it looks and feels equal to the kids. So just plan it out. Have a little planning session. You've heard if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail because this conversation could go wrong. So you just want, it's too important of a conversation not to plan. And I know that sometimes there's so many feelings and hurt feelings and that you can't do this together, but I hope that you can and that you will at least try. So number one, Plan together beforehand what you're going to say. Number two, make it a family meeting so that, and that you're there both, everybody's there, you know, both mom and dad, so that the kids can see that you're taking a united front as parents. I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's the kids that matter. You've got to let go at least for this moment in this conversation of your hurt feelings, of your blame, of your anger, and do this for your children. They are what matter. If you can have a family meeting together as United Parents, that will be way better. That will contribute to this being a success. I would also suggest if you have little tiny kids versus middle age versus older that maybe you need to break up the family meetings. You could possibly do one where you're all together and kind of address them separately, but I'll get I'll get into that a little bit, but you're going to tell a teenage, you know, a teenager 
the reasons why a little different than you would tell a toddler. Okay, so which leads me to my third point. So number two was, let's, let's make it a family meeting with the parents as this united front. Three, kids are so smart. So be honest with them. We want to tell them why, um, age appropriately. And this was from my interview in a previous podcast uh, with Richard Burton. He's a psychiatrist here in Arizona. And he's just saying, you know, when you're dealing with different issues, to be honest according to their age. You can tell a toddler, you know, mommy and daddy are just not going to be living together anymore. All right, but we're going to be here and we're still your mom and dad. We're just not going to live in the same house. We're not going to be married anymore. You know, whereas someone older, maybe in the mid-range group, like 8 to 12, you could say, we don't have the same ideas. We don't have the same interests. We are fighting a lot, if you haven't noticed. We just don't share anything in common and feel that it would be best for everyone and ourselves that we live in different households. So there's age appropriate. Getting into the teenager, you can be a little bit more honest about the reasons why, but be careful in doing that, uh, of not blaming completely one parent or the other. And so that's kind of a slippery slope there, but it's still doable. You could say, you know, I lost trust in this person. And trust, we tried to rebuild it, but it is gone. You know, things like that. So, number three, be honest, age appropriately. Number four, be detailed. Okay, what do I mean by being detailed? Let them know where they're all going to go. <laughs> Let them know your plans for them. You know, if, if one of you is going to stay in the house, if you're going to sell the house, if you are going to split 50-50, when, when and what days they will be with dad, when and what days they will be with mom, when you will all be together, you know, maybe birthdays or, or whatever you can handle <laughs> in the situation. So that's why planning this out, it needs to be planned out because kids, this is one thing I like, I know about kids. When you break the news to something, about something to them, they want to be prepared. They want to know what's in their future. When they feel like they do not know what's happening and they don't have a, a clear sight of what's in their immediate future, that's when a breakdown can occur. That's when insecurity can occur. So keeping the structure as structured as you can according to the lives that they lived before is vital. So if they have extra curricular activities, you would explain to them, we are still going to have you in football. You are still going to be doing music on Tuesdays. You are still going to be doing this. Your lives, we are going to try to make them, you know, as much the same as before. We're just not going to live together, but we're going to tell you exactly play by play where you are going and what you will be doing and we love you and this will work <laughs> okay so you had just have to be detailed with them even the little ones the little ones like to know what their structure is going to be and then number five be open to their emotions and their reactions 
All right, so you let them have their own emotions. You don't try to sway them into thinking, oh, this is going to be so great. Like, you're going to love this. And, and I have said before that, yes, when you can model a positive attitude, which would be great during the whole thing, but making it sound like a party, I, I've, I recently heard that. The parents sat down and just made it sound like the greatest thing to ever happen in their lives. And, and maybe for that family, that works. But I feel that you should leave it neutral with a positive and a positive light that everything's going to be okay for them but to leave it so that they can experience their own emotions they can have their own reactions unless you are completely ecstatic about it and you can get them on board i guess but just be authentic and uh, again be open so have maybe a, a questionnaire type <laughs> have it open to questions at the end and be willing and open this to take time to address and, and acutely listen to their concerns and their reactions and be okay with, you know, we got to step into their shoes and realize they may experience reactions differently and they may change day by day, week per week. But we got to be ready for that and you can be and it, and it will be all right as you support them and answer their questions. Now, I recently read a little bit from uh, Betsy Brown Braun. She's a child development specialist, and she has a couple of really cool books. So again, her name is Betsy Brown Braun, and she has a, way, a really good way with words and putting things. And so here are a couple of things that she would add to, to telling your children you're getting a divorce. Make sure the number one thing that you do is explain to them, and you know this is coming, that it's not their fault. You know, that's classic. We know. But we got to remember to say, it's not your fault. This is, has nothing to do with you or nothing to do with the amount of love for you. We actually... We love and are so concerned about you that telling you scared us because of how much we love you and how much we want to keep things the same for you. So this is not your fault at all. Number two, I said it a little bit before, but she reinforces you cannot blame the other parent. No matter how hurt you are, no matter how bad you want to, when you're explaining you know, especially maybe to, to an older age child. You cannot, because what happens is then they will build resentment for one or the other. They'll become confused because they harbor ill feelings towards one of their parents. And then a lot of times they look at the bearer of bad news as the one that hurt them. And so it just gets really confusing. Leave them out of it. Leave them out of whatever happened. So if it's truly not their fault, uh, just leave it out of the out of their lives. And then with that, never badmouth the spouse or the ex. Never badmouth them. Again, that's leaving your child out of it. You'll want to <laughs> sometimes. You'll want to as they ask questions. You really will. But what I do in that situation I actually don't want a bad mouth that maybe lasted a little tiny bit for me, but the, I, I don't. I've gotten past that early, early on, thankfully. Um, but a lot of times my daughter will ask even now 
what happened. You know, it wasn't clear she was a baby when we divorced. And so I will explain the trust thing because that was the biggest part for me. And do as much as I can age appropriately. But you can also say to them, I will tell you the entire story when I feel like you are ready to not blame one or the other parent. I'll just tell it to you as facts when you're older. And, and I feel like that's okay to do. So again, number two, don't blame the other parent or badmouth them. And then, then number three, what Betsy Brown Braun says is the children want to know what's in it th for them. What is their role in all of this? What part do they play? They are concerned about themselves. Now you think about you as a child and what went on. I remember having nightmares that my parents divorced. And so, and I had to separate or, or move, you know, those were my nightmares. And so we, as children, are worried about ourselves. So we've seriously got to address the most important fact to them. I will always be your mom. You know, I will always be your mom. That will never change. Dad will always be your dad. That will never, ever change. Our love for you won't change. Our roles will not change. Uh, we just are not going to live in the same house. So we're going to think of, we're going to be detailed and goes back to those details because they want to know what role they play. So basically that's all I have. And I hope that that can help. So let me reiterate again. So when you're about to tell them, uh, number one, meet together, you and your soon-to-be ex beforehand and plan it out. Take turns, plan it out. Number two, have it be a family meeting with everybody involved. And as they see that you're both there, they can feel that you're united. And that will mean a lot to them. Number three, kids are smart. So be honest. Tell them what happened in age-appropriate ways. Number four, be detailed about what's going to happen from this point on. Who's going where, when, the dates, the times, everything. Number five, be open to their emotions and reactions. Okay, ask if they have any questions and just be open and ready. All right. And then a little bit of what uh, Betsy Braun said. Explain it's not their fault. Don't blame the other parent ever. And uh, again, the children just want to know what their role is. So explain what their role is. All right, folks. That's it. Kind of a difficult conversation. But with those small tools, hopefully we can turn it into doable and not so difficult so we can alleviate some stress for you. If you have any questions, email me, coachemilysanchez at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Make it a great day. And what do I say? Make it what you want. <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at coachemilysanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.